This is our 100th edition of the Seacoast Sports Forum podcast. And I decided to do something a little different than usual. Originally, I had a lot of plans for this particular podcast. I, I reached out to the first person that was on, on our first Seacoast Sports Forum was Jimmy Dunn, Hampton comedian, New England comedian, now uh, a TV star. He's on the reboot of Frasier, which is on Peacock, uh, plays a main character in that in that show. I, I invited jo Jimmy. I invited Jimmy to join us, but unfortunately, he's just straight out right now. And he did say that, you know, at some point he will join us and we can talk about sports. His passion is surfing. That's why we always connect it to sports. And he's also an avid New England sports fan. So we'll we'll talk sports with Jimmy as well as the uh, Hampton Beach Comedy Festival, which will be coming up again in the summer of 2024, and uh, also the reboot of Frasier and his character on it, Moose, and the future for Moose in the Frasier Ensemble. Uh, I think he's got uh, a big future in that particular program. And if you haven't seen it, it's on Peacock. Uh, you sometimes see free episodes on NBC, but most of them, or all of them right now, all those episodes now are streaming on Peacock. And he was really featured in the final episode of the season, which was a Christmas episode. Uh, so there's a lot going on with his character in season two. I can tell that just from what I saw. Anyway, so Jimmy, it's an open invitation anytime. And also in the 100th episode, I thought, well, we can't get Jimmy. How about the governor of the state of New Hampshire, Chris Anunu, but not talking politics. Nay, nay, nay. No, we'd strictly talk skiing. Uh, that family has a connection to the ski industry, and and it's obviously a big, big item here for tourism and also for the economy of the state of New Hampshire. Would have been nice to have the governor on, but unfortunately, he's a little busy right now. He's kind of tied himself into the upcoming presidential primary. For now, governor, if you want to talk skiing in the future after things calm down, you're welcome anytime here on the Seacoast Sports Forum. So those were two guests I was thinking of for the 100th edition. Then I thought, you know what? Let's keep it simple. Let's do a, a notebook show. Uh, this we've done in the past where I just have a few notes written down on uh, my iPad here. And, and I just want to go through and, and see what we're going to talk about today. Like, for instance, the winter sports season started early for the school boys and school girls. And now it's getting back into full gear after the holiday break. And we'll be doing more with that. Matter of fact, we're looking forward to a video version of the Seco Sports Forum. Uh, that will be coming up soon with Jay Pinsano and the, and the whole sports team of Seacoast Media Group. And that'll be a fun show because we'll talk all high school sports. And and these guys are all experts. They they cover all the different sports in the Seacoast area. And uh, they've been doing it for years. And, and they're fonts of knowledge and information, obviously. And we'll be doing a show with them, hopefully, in the very near future. So working that out with Jay Pinsano and the gang. I'm also going to do a quickie video version on Sunday, which is the final game for the Patriots at Gillette. And it also could be the final game for Coach Bill Belichick. I hope not. I hope not. Uh, I won tickets to go see the game. <laughs> and I, I said to my wife, I said, I know this is going to probably wind up being a blizzard. Because the last time I saw the Patriots play the Jets years and years ago, it was a monsoon rain that we sat through a half of the game and finally gave up. Uh, that was back at the old Gillette Stadium 
So I'm looking forward to seeing the game in the new stadium, if you can see it because of all the snow. Uh, it'll be like watching a game in a snow globe, I guess, from what I'm hearing on the weather forecast. But to be there could be Bill Belichick's final game as the Patriots head coach. I hope not. I, I kind of sort of hope that he'll uh, compromise with the Kraft family and, and take a back seat on the general manager's job. Let somebody else shop for the groceries to use an old Bill Parcells uh, cliche that uh, caused him to leave the Patriots years ago. But <laughs> Belichick obviously knows the X's and O's of the sport of football. And he is the GOAT. And I know he's still got a few more games to win before he takes and exceeds Don Shula's all-time win record. But right now, I think he's having a hard time just to go into the NFL draft and, and pick out talent now. It's a crapshoot. And everybody says, oh, we need a quarterback. We're going to go after one of these top-name quarterbacks. I'm I'm not for that. I have to admit that. I think that's where you have a real crapshoot. We did take Mac Jones. You look at some of the stats. He came out of college with a, uh, a national championship. He had a great pedigree. He went 13-0 and 0 in his senior, uh, senior year. He had all sorts of stats. I, I saw him the other day that, that showed he had the pedigree to be a great quarterback. But translating it to the NFL, that's where it counts. Lightning in a bottle. Tom Brady. Everybody wants the next Tom Brady. But guess what, gang? He wasn't a first-round draft pick. He was way deep in the draft. And you know what it was? It was Tom Brady, just his makeup that made him Tom Brady. And I don't care who all these quarterbacks that are coming out of college this year and, and they're all touted as being the next best thing. Maybe they will be. I just don't want to gamble that pick on a, on a quarterback. I'd rather take somebody that's out there. I know Russell Wilson is going to be floating around in the system again. Uh, he didn't work things out with the Denver Broncos, so he'll be a free agent soon. I'd like to see him come this way, even for a season, just until we can kind of figure out where we're going with the quarterback situation here. Maybe there will be a stud out there, another Tom Brady. But that was lightning in the bottle. Ain't going to happen again in our lifetime, or at least my lifetime. So Belichick uh, is obviously a defensive guy. I'd like to see some offensive linemen. Uh, I know we need wide receivers. And the tight end situation, another Gronk. We need a guy like that, that you can, you, you a go-to guy for a quarterback that when anything is falling apart, he can go to just uh, his checkoff guy. So we'll see what happens. I mean, I saw in the in the college ranks, in the college ranks at UNH, Max Brosmer, who was a dynamite quarterback for the Wildcats, he had this guy, Dylan Lobby, in his backfield that he could go to. He was his checkoff guy. And so Lobby was was the real deal. He could go any which way, and that's what you need to be successful. You can have wideouts that can run like the wind, and the quarterback can't get the ball to him. That's another deal, I know. So we got we got, we got got a ways to go before the draft, and I hope cooler heads prevail that Bill Belichick will remain with the Patriots, and I'm not going to be seeing him in his last game. But I think what I'll do uh, – it's supposed to be a, a kind of a special situation there, weather-wise and otherwise. So maybe we'll do a Facebook Live uh, on Sunday at Gillette. It'll be uh, be interesting. The other thing on my notebook is the Red, Red Sox spinning their wheels. Uh, they let Chris Sale go. Probably a wise decision. Chris Sale gave us all he had for the first few years he was with us. And then all of a sudden, things kind of fell apart. Health-wise, uh, you know, it got to the point where he'd trip on a matchstick and be out for a half a season. So it just it, it probably was time for him to try a, 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 some new scenery, and he's going to Atlanta, and I think he'll do well with the Braves, whether he has 
you know, 20 game season with them. But there again, it's a team he has a chance of winning a World Series with, whereas the Red Sox are in rebuild mode and, and the year or two he had left on his contract with us probably wouldn't have gone far. So I'm happy for him in a way, but then there again, Craig Breslow has got a big opening. Uh, he got this kid, Giolito, from the Cleveland Indians. He's a journeyman. He, he had been with the White Sox for years, and then he went on to the West Coast for a couple of teams, and then he wound up with Cleveland at the end of last season. I don't think he's a number one starter, but at least he'll fill a hole for now. But they still keep talking about the other free agents that are out there. And I know the big loss was Yamamoto, who went to along with uh, Otani to the Dodgers. And that's a team that just keeps reloading a billion dollars, over a billion dollars in contracts. It's crazy. And the guy I feel bad for is Dave Roberts, their manager, who now has the pressure to deliver. I mean, this guy has taken these this team, the Dodgers, to the championship game. He's won a world championship. But there again, it's not like the Yankees of old where they just every year it was they're there and they're win. And that's what I think Dodger management wants uh, another juggernaut a la the old Yankees and the Yankees can't even do it anymore. So it's going to be interesting. Dave Roberts probably has the jets turned on him this year because he's got Otani. He's got this Yamamoto and he's got a lot of talent. And if it doesn't materialize with a world championship, he may be out. And I really feel bad because we, I think a lot of us Red Sox fans of old have a fond feeling for Dave Roberts for helping us win a World Series. That steal on second base, that goes up there with Carlton Fisk and his home run yeah, back in 1975. So Dodgers spending that much money, will they get the results? Who knows? The Yankees are trying. They've uh, picked up uh, a player from San Diego, Juan Soto. Uh, they, they're kind of stuck in the middle they, they they're trying they, they gave all that money to Aaron Judge they got Soto in the outfield now so they're pitching they've got pitchers that just seem to fall apart on them so that's that's the other thing pitching nowadays is go back to quarterbacking it's a crapshoot well starting pitching same thing Chris Sale just had some super years first for us and then all of a sudden had health issues and and we just didn't get the the bang for the buck so we'll see what happens in major league baseball with pitching i know we'll get into fantasy baseball maybe someday and that's another issue <laughs> when you're trying to come up with pitching on a fantasy baseball team believe me it's almost nearly impossible to get uh, four or five healthy starters that go the whole season again i just want to say that we're going to have some interesting upcoming shows video and podcast uh including jay pinsono the seacoast media sports reporters that's that i'm looking forward to uh, Roger Brown, I'm trying to get uh, him to get his old friend Tim Neverett to join us. Uh, Tim Neverett uh, broadcast for the Dodgers so we can talk about what's going on out there on the West Coast. But also, Tim has a connection to Nashua. He's from Nashua originally and also was a broadcaster for the Red Sox for years. And I want to talk to him about his days with the new Hall of Famer, Hall of Fame broadcaster, Joe Castiglione. Uh, I know uh, the two of them worked well together for several years and uh, I want to get his take on, on his old partner. So those are some of the upcoming shows that we're working on. Uh, I, again, would have loved to have had a, a slam bam hundredth celebration on this podcast with Jimmy. I understand Jimmy, my people will get together with your people. You're welcome. Anytime. Last thing I want to just say two minute drill, uh, you know, going into 2024, I don't believe in resolutions or, or promises because usually we can't, keep them beyond a day or two. One thing I will say 
I've been battling, well, for Christmas, I got socks, underwear, and pneumonia. And believe me, I've taken the shots, had my boosters, and I, I, you know, I've had people who are skeptics say, oh, they didn't work. Well, guess what? I think if I hadn't done what was supposed to be done, get my boosters, I think I would have been a lot worse off. I think I'm, I, I, I just even dread the thought of even thinking of being on a ventilator or oxygen. Uh, I, I fought through with the help of the doctors and we're back to, I think, 99%. But just, I'm, I'm going to ask you, the listener, if you haven't, especially if you're over the age of 60, get your boosters, your flu shots, your RSV, your pneumonia shots, shingles, anything that's out there. Believe me, I, I know there's there's a lot of people that consider this controversial, and that's a topic for another show. But I'm speaking from my own personal experience that, you know, knock on wood, I came through this fairly easy, but I know a lot of friends that have had it a lot worse. So if you if you haven't had your shots, boosters, whatever, flu shots, whatever, get them. It won't prevent you maybe from getting sick, but it could prevent you from getting real sick okay all right that's it i'm off the soapbox uh until our 101st episode which will be coming up soon and then don't forget i'm going to try to do something on facebook live from gillette stadium in the snow globe <laughs> from, from the uh, patriots game versus the j-e-t-s jets and again, last time I saw them play the Jets, it was a monsoon. That was many moons ago, and I get to see them in a blizzard. That that just caps it off. I just hope for the sake of the Patriots, they win the game. I don't care about the draft pick at this point, and I hope that the Crafts sit down and have a good talk with Bill Belichick, and he's open-minded, and he'll stay with the team. We know there's no Tom Brady out there in the foreseeable future for the Patriots. And maybe not for the NFL for years to come. And, oh, I do want to say on behalf of all the gang that's helped us out here, uh, Sam Bruno, Coach Bill Taylor, Roger Brown, Jay Pinsano, uh, I want to thank them and thank you, the listener. Please, if you're enjoying yourself, pass the word. That's the best thing you can do. You can tell your friends we're on all the, the major podcast platforms. And our video version is on YouTube. So until next time, this is Sherm Chester on behalf of the gang from the Seacoast Sports Forum, celebrating our 100th podcast, and we're on to 101 in 2024.